Welcome to Heroic Nonsense. I'm Chris. I'm Heather. And I'm Al Pacino. (laughs) (laughs) I'm filling in for Jason, but just for two seconds. Hold on. All right, I gotta go. Here he comes. Hey, it's me, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) We had we had our first celebrity uh, 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 person on the the Heroic Nonsense. How do you like that? I, I, I'm just impressed. That was awesome. Well, yeah, he just stopped by, and I was just, just like, by. hey, if you got a second. He said, uh, look, I just take me to the airport. I said, no, you got to do this for me. Everything's winding on this. Uh, you know, everything. Th- this is important. Did you call him an Uber? <clears throat> uh, I was his Uber. I called him a Lyft. So. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Mister. P- I'm not gonna get a five star rating tonight. By the way, I uh-huh. had I had a, pl- a complete mind fuck because I was thinking celebrity, and then I said a celebrity person on heroic <laughs> nonsense, but I meant celebrity guest. So I just want you to know, my mind is still here. I lost it for two seconds. Hmm. I didn't you have your celebrity that. purse on. Purse on. Yes, I had a I had a rough uh, I've had a rough week. I think. Because on Friday, well, first of all, the Friday before, I'm coming home from work, and I get a text from my friend that Neil Peart, the drummer of Rush, had passed away earlier in the week. They finally made it public, and that just, like, bummed me out. And then this past Friday, no famous drummers died, but as I was getting my – I got pizza for dinner, and I was getting back in my car – I noticed that some ignorant, stupid son of a bitch dented my fucking door. What? Yeah, in my car. I was pissed. And they did not leave a note. And it was dramatic. It was a it was a big dent. It was a big dent in my door. And uh, how big was it? It was it was big enough for me to be annoyed, (laughs) like super (laughs) duper annoyed because whoever hit it. Obviously, was just like, oh shit! Like there was no question at all that whoever did that knew exactly what they did. I have no dents on my car, and then they just left. And the dent, because the the side of the uh, of the door, you know how it has like you know edges and whatnot. Right. This one, the the ding is right on the edge. So you when you like look at it from the side, you just see it there. This mm. dimple. It's awful. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. I didn't I didn't care for that. I didn't care for that person. And I hope that they have had diarrhea since Mm. like every single moment has just been filled with I can't get off the like the equivalent of the colonoscopy prep. I wish them to have that for two weeks straight. Is this where the term hit it and quit it comes from? I think it should be. (laughs) I'm just saying. Where were where what parking lot were you in? I per, well, I, I determined that it was one of three places. Uh, I don't believe it was at the pizza place. Uh, I don't believe it was at work. I believe it was when I was picking up breakfast burritos mm. at near at, in the in the Bernie. I feel like that's where it happened oh, because no. I parked in a spot that I don't normally park in, and I feel like one of those idiots that goes into starbucks and it's in too much of a hurry because they got their milkshake in the morning with the whipped cream and the cherry mm. they have to sit there hitting doors because they're just in a hurry Somebody. and i just didn't notice it that is until that, much later that is a, a, a that's a travesty 
yeah, that just eats at me. And uh, I just think that if you do that, and had they left a note, would I have made them repair anything? Probably not. But I would have felt better. And I I wouldn't have wished that they'd choke on a shit. Well, <laughs> just, and now, now, let me clarify. I don't want them to choke and die on the shit because I want them to choke on the shit and then live so that they can always remember how it feels to choke on a shit. How choky like, it was on that shit. Like the texture, the taste, uh, how it felt choking on it. Like I wanted them to remember all those things. Uh, and had they given me a note, I would have been like, uh, that sucks. You're a douche, but all right. <laughs> Did this turn you off from going back to get breakfast burritos? I'm hoping not. Because oh, breakfast no, I, burritos I will, are amazing. I will, I will still be going to Cadoba to get my breakfast burritos this coming Friday. I will just not park in that spot that I've never parked in. Before. Park further back, away That's from what everybody I else. Like to do. You know the one I'm talking about too. I do. Did somebody pull up next to you while you're out in the middle of nowhere and just hit your door? I'm guessing. I'm guessing <sighs> they're just like they're just like, look at that car. Hey, boom. Hey, let's go. <laughs> but wait, I didn't get my milkshake. So what? Let's go. We're driving a Dodge Caravan. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it was a big door. It was a big door. Is it possible it, they could have parked in a certain way to hit you with that big slider? That can't be, right? It would have to be nah, a regular slider. That would si- be too much. Yeah, it had to be this a passenger was, door or driver door. Yeah, this was a door. And uh, but anyway, other than that. Yeah, but then I, but the week before, I was I was bummed out to hear about Neil Peart of Rush. Uh, that was I like a huge that you, loss. I like that you say his name properly because I hear a lot of people that are just saying Neil Peart. Peart. Yeah, some people say Peart. I say Peart. It reminds um, I me of said, the shitty shampoo, Pert. Peart Plus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peart Plus. Uh, Dave, Dave Letterman did a joke about that uh, when Rush was on, uh, or it was um, Neil was on for Drum Solo Week they did years ago. Really? And I don't remember. I don't remember when it was, but I saw it on the YouTubes. Um, I got real intoxicated that night and decided to just uh, – I just put Rush concerts on, and uh, anyone who came over my house that weekend had to witness Rush. So if they didn't like it, I guess that's too bad. So you're telling me all in the same day, Neil Peart dies, and also your car gets hit? No, that was a week. That was separated one week. One week. So yeah. So Neil Peart died on the last Friday, and this past Friday, it was when the car door got hit. Mm. And maybe, maybe they had to. Maybe they were connected. No one can see you right now, but you're visibly shaken. I am visibly shaken, and I'm audibly shaken. I mean, I had to have Al Pacino introduce me. (laughs) We we blew our entire budget for the next two seasons. You needed a celebrity Uh, to introduce you. Yeah, I risked my perfect rating on Uber, all for the show. Well, Neil Peart, I remember seeing him in... I feel like Sometimes I feel like a douche saying Neil Peart. Did I, did I ever tell you that? Because I hear a lot. Of, like, if you see a big group of people and they're like, Neil Peart, Neil Peart. And you walk up and you're like, are you guys talking about Neil Peart? And they're like, get away, uh, you fucking asshole. Actually, the way it's pronounced is, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he pronounced his name that way. So that's, right. I'll accept it. I accept it. Um, but it brings me back. I remember I learned of Rush as uh, a teenager in high school. And I remember my mother uh, played... What was it? It was uh, Limelight for me. And I remember hearing that song and just thinking, wow, this is incredible. It's some- I'd never heard anything like that before. 
I might have heard it a couple of times as a kid, like in, in the car or something. But I remember her playing at that particular time. That's where my first thought of Rush ever comes into my life. So eventually, years later, I ended up taking her to our first mother-son concert to Rush at Nissan Pavilion, which back then is Nissan Pavilion. Then now it's Jiffy Lube Live in Virginia. We went together and we went to see him. And my mom, I believe she threatened somebody's life there. A woman jumped in front of us uh, and got. We were we were sitting or standing and watching the show. And this girl gets in front of me, stands on her chair, and gets completely in both of our way. And my mother taps her on the back as hard as she can with these big long fingernails. And the woman turns around, and my mother's like, "You better sit down, or there's going to be trouble." And the woman looks at her, and she didn't say anything and turned back around. And my mom did it again, and the woman turns back around. My mom's like, I'm not kidding. If you don't get down, there will be trouble. And the woman <laughs> jumped down. My mother had, like, eyes. Do you remember when Teen Wolf turned into, like, the werewolf? And his eyes glowed and everything? It was that. Like, that was happening. And I'm pretty sure she grew facial hair. So it was, oh. like, it, it was pretty, like, scary at that moment. But I remember seeing Rush. That was my first time. And Neil Peart had this awesome drum set that was like all the way around, like 360 degrees. And apparently mm-hmm. there was a button where he would tur- it would push and it would turn it and he would play on one side of the drums, push the button and it would turn the drums the other way. And this fucking setup was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, his uh, and he had that for a few of the tours. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was something else. It was very cool. Heather, did, I, you, it, did you ever listen to Rush? Uh, don't ask me that, please. What do you mean? You don't like Rush? I I never said that. Oh, whoa, whoa. take it easy. I'm just I, asking. I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I, so you never you don't know of a song by them? I I would if I heard it. I'm gotcha. Sure. Okay, you don't know right now. Right. There's a song called Closer to the Heart. Yeah. yeah. You remember that song? Yeah. <laughs> the Working Man. You remember that song? No. Okay. I mean, new world. See, my, my if you couldn't get interest- the song for me singing it just now, I don't think that you would recognize it. Let me just say that because I sound just <laughs> like him. You sound. <laughs> and I thought Getty Lee was our second celebrity guest tonight. <laughs> right, but it, it turns out it's just it's just Chris. That's right. It's just Chris. It's not. We don't have Getty Lee here. Close uh, to the heart. Now I was, you know, I I saw them. It was either seven or eight times. I haven't been able to figure it out. I believe it was seven times. I saw them twice on Vapor Trails. And then I saw them on the... Uh, God, what was the next one I saw? Uh, Snakes and Arrows. I think I saw them twice on that one. Clockwork Angels and the Time Machine Tour. And then oh, their final yeah. one. But, the, I mean, you know, the drum solos were always the coolest part of all of that. The first time, or the first thing I was introduced to them on the radio was Dreamline when Roll the Bones came out. And then I went back from there. I was just like, oh, I like this band. What else have they done? And then, you know, you go back, you listen to moving pictures, you listen to all of them. Uh, I think someone in high school sold me the Chronicles to disc set. So I went back with that. And then I got to hear like all the great stuff. But I was I was a big fan. Um, I've seen them the most in concert of any band. <clears throat> I knew that you know when they did the 40th anniversary tour, that was probably it. And I'm glad I got to see them one last time. That was a great show. And, I'm a little uh, jelly of you over that because I I was invited to go, and I turned it down. My friends actually went and were a club level in Philly, 
and I was they, they reached out. They're like, listen, we can get tickets for you if you want to go. And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about me. I'll go next time. Well, little did I know there would never be a next time because I did go on the time machine. I did go for the time machine tour. And I just want to point out quickly the time machine tour. And I don't remember if it was a tour as well that I'd gone in 2007. There was a light. Uh, I'm sorry. It was a light unit that was like above them that was like spider legs. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? This thing would like expand above them and shine lights through the audience and shine lights on them. And it was apparently for their shows because I remember seeing it in various pictures of their live stuff. Whatever that was, was the most technologically advanced light system I'd ever seen in my whole life. It was insane. Oh, they they, they put a lot they, they'd always put a lot of work into their shows and what they did um uh, did you have you watched any of the documentaries uh, there's two that actually had come out uh, the one was of their final tour called time stand still which I thought I had seen and I had just purchased it when it came out a couple years ago on blu-ray but I didn't um I had never seen it before <laughs> I sat down and I watched it last weekend and man it was really something else and they they talk about uh, the other documentaries called beyond the lighted stage which is about their history that was from 2010 okay um but the time stands still they do this entire you know they talk about how after the time machine tour or after uh clocks and uh, clockwork angels they weren't going to tour anymore and, and Neil was just like, you know, I don't want to, it's exhausting for me. I want to be, I want to go out on top. Um, and Alex, he, his, he said it would have to be special circumstances. And Alec Lifeson has like, he's like got really bad arthritis in his arms and everything. And, you know, it's just age is catching up to all these guys because, you know, they're in their 60s and they've been playing for 40 years. So, you know, to be the best at what you do, you don't want to, you're in constant pain. Right. And one of the things that he Neil always did was he would motorcycle. And after his family, his his wife and his daughter had both died very tragically um, years ago. And they thought that was going to be the end of the band. But he basically got on a motorcycle and rode around the United States like several times. Right. So while the band would go on the bus, he would motorcycle a lot of times. And on the toward the end of this, the last tour, he had he rode nine hours in the rain oh my god and apparently he developed like a fungus on his foot like on his feet from just being outside and wearing you know wearing the boots and everything oh my god and so for like the last two weeks of the tour he was in absolute horrendous pain because you know you're a drummer and you know he had problems with his hands and his feet which, if you ever watched him drum, and anyone out there doesn't not familiar, just look up Neil Peart drum solos. Neil Peart and just Neil Peart. Well, I did. I'm I'm, I'm stumbling over my words, but <laughs> uh, if you watch it, everything that he does, it's every muscle in his arms and his feet and his hand, it's moving all at once. Like he's just he's, he's a incredible. machine. Yeah, he was a machine. Um, but yeah, it's. You know, I'm I'm happy to have seen them. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy I was alive at the same time that they made such great uh, great music. And um, yeah, it it would have sucked if I didn't know who they were, or 
I, I grew up afterwards. Absolutely, so. yeah. It, it, we're lucky to say that we went to see them live, uh, among a bunch of other people, of course, over their long history of music. Um, yeah. And there are big. There are some people who are just like, yeah, I've seen them 192 times, or like, this is my third 300th concert, and it's just like, all right, wow, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Absolutely, they they were they were uh, an, an outstanding band, and they put on an outstanding show, and they will be. Uh, They'll be greatly missed. I didn't know that he was fighting uh, brain cancer. Is that what it was? Brain cancer? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that's what was going on. And apparently that came out. I, was that going? Was that out in the news before yeah. his death? I didn't think nope. so because some another musician, a well-known musician, came out and said he knew about all that. I can't remember who it was now. It might have uh, been Dave it Roll. The, with, from Godsmack. A guy from Godsmack knew? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Godsmack? Yeah. There's still a band called Godsmack. They're yeah. Still around? Oh, interesting. Yes. And he. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll look up who it was that actually said it. Right. Um. Yeah. I was reading something about that, and he said that um, Sully Erna. Oh, Sully, the lead singer. Yeah. He knew. He, interesting. He, he said he knew Neil, and um, he was apparently. Well, he said that toward the end he was in a wheelchair and couldn't speak, but then some um, uh, someone else just said, no, that's bullshit, that wasn't true. So now they're fighting it. But he was always a very private person anyway. Like, he didn't, even like meet and greets, it was always Getty and Alex, it was never Neil, because he just didn't, He it wasn't his thing. Like, he just didn't, he didn't understand fandom, and it wasn't, but he's a very... He's a deep guy. You know, he wrote some great lyrics. And the the lyric that kills me because I thought of it, I had posted a picture on Instagram of uh, the Neil Peart Pop. That's a lot to say, Neil Peart Pop. Neil Peart Pop. <laughs> Neil Peart Pop. Um, but it was, the, it was the line from Dreamline because we're only immortal for a limited time. And yeah. that was uh, my first Rush song I ever heard. So that I felt that was appropriate. But yeah. that's a... That's a crazy line. They were so. they were uh, an excellent band. It's it's it sucks seeing some of these great bands go out now. I mean, you know, even if he hadn't passed away, I believe they stopped touring anyway. That was a, the whole plan is that they were done. Oh yeah, I think they're. I mean, they were they were done. They would never tour without him as Rush. And right. They always had said that. So yeah, that was that was it. So we knew it was at the end, but still, you know, you like to. It was good knowing that he was still alive. It's like it's always good knowing that people are still alive. Like it's good to know that Gene Hackman's still alive. Well, when you Even hear <laughs> when you when you hear about like people like that are still alive, you're like, what? They're not dead already? Like I I have a lot of those moments. I think they're dead, but they're not. Like Betty White showed up the other day, ninety eight um, on the news, and they showed photos of her. Holy shit, she fell hard over the last couple of years. Because I remember seeing ninety eight. La- no, I know that, but the last picture I saw of her, she looked. Like, fantastic. She looked, like, unbelievably fantastic. And over the last couple of years, it looks like she's truly aged big time behind the scenes. That's another person that I'm very surprised is still running around and doing their thing. Remember a couple years ago when she became Keanu Reeves? uh, When she was, like, like she was Jesus for a while? Do you remember that? She still is. She was, like, amazing. Everybody loved her. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Anyway, you know, we started in, in this topic of you talking about a band you saw, uh, or, or Rush, rather. You've seen them eight times, you say? You haven't been able to... So it was seven or eight, and I, I still haven't figured it out. Because so, I know I, I saw... A, I, either I saw two of the tours, th- 
three of the tours twice or two of the tours twice. And I can't remember. So what band, let's go around here. Heather hasn't been able to speak very much, so I'm going to start with her. Heather, what band have you seen the most? Like in concert? Live? Ghost. Yes, Ghost. That yeah, is the top I, one. I don't typically see bands more than once. There are a couple bands that I would make exceptions for. She's but... one and done. Yeah, I mean, even if I enjoy the show, it's not often that, like, bands that I like stay around forever. Like, um, one of my favorite bands, for example, Alexis on Fire. Mm -hmm. I saw them back in 2004. I was 14 years old. And it was on a school night. My dad took me and my best friend against what he would normally say because he knew that that was, like, our favorite band ever. And we went to see them. And I think they came around maybe one or two more times after that. I might be completely mistaken, but I never saw them past that. And then they broke up. <laughs> so they, and they broke. They broke they, up. <laughs> yeah. Then they broke up. They stopped touring. They have recently done like some shows here and there, mostly in Canada or like the really big um, festivals. That are nowhere near here. Um, they did a show up in New York early last year, but we were unable to make it um, because it was literally like the weekend before our wedding. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> if I had the opportunity to see them again and again and again and again, I totally would because they're my favorite. But, but the, the top yeah. scene band for you is Ghost. Definitely Ghost. Because they put on a great show and their music is fantastic. Well, the other day somebody brought this up to me about my favorite band. They're they're called Him, and <clears throat> when they brought it up, they they mentioned, "Oh, I've seen Him uh, once or twice," and I was like, "That's interesting." And I thought about it. I've seen Him, I think, close to ten times, and mm-hmm. I think that is the band that I've seen the most in my life. Ghost, I think, might be a close second because you and I have seen them quite often, quite I quite think a lot. Five times. You know, for me. I've seen bands before in the past and I've and bands that I love to listen to. But when I go see the show, it's like, oh, they're they're great and all. And I love listening to their albums. But I don't think I want to pay my money to go see them again live. Like they, they were OK enough for me to see them once. Some bands make me want to go back again and again. Him was definitely one of them. And Guar. Guar was another and Ghost, obviously. But Guar was another one. And that was because that's a show. I think I've seen them maybe five times. That's a show that you just don't know what you're going to get. And they put on a show where they're, you know, it's theatrical and they're cutting things in half and blood is spurting everywhere. And it's funny and they're humorous and they're kind of comedians too. And it just makes it so much fun. It, Jason, what band have you seen the most? It's Rush. It is uh, Rush. And, and seconds, Weird Al Yankovic. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I've seen, I've seen Weird Al Yankovic quite a few times and uh, it, it, it's always a good show. Not as good as Rush, but it's always a good show. <laughs> yeah, the Rush puts on a legendary show. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, Weird Al. If anyone has ever gets a chance to go to a Weird Al concert, um, just do it. You have a good time with the the audience and just with everybody else in general. Yeah, and, it, it, but I enjoyed it. Uh, close after that, I believe would be Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. I saw them in a very now there are some bands that I thought I would see more and I never did again. And I don't remember if I had talked about this, but blues traveler. Oh, no. Had ever talked about blues traveler. I don't think so. So I saw blues traveler in college and 
uh, it was 97. It was like my first semester. I saw him there. I was like in front, like right in front of the stage. You know, John Popper's there sweating on me, dripping uh, food (laughs) all over my face. Right. Uh, But I'm there. And they didn't play their two biggest hits, which at the time were still Hook and Runaround. And at the time, I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, they did play, but anyway. But I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, they didn't play it. And I didn't really think about it ever. I never saw him again because who? once you've seen Blues Traveler, what what, what are you going to do? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, exactly. You're going yeah. to go see him again? Probably not. But I never got the opportunity to see him again. And uh, I got pissed off about it like 20 years later. I was like hanging out with my friends and we were talking about bands and I said, you know, I saw blues traveler and I brought up the whole story. They never played, they didn't play their two biggest hits. And, uh, and I just started getting mad. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm quiet. Then I go, yeah, fuck them. That was like my, what if that was my only chance to ever see blues traveler? And those are my two songs I wanted to hear. And I'm supposed to like feel bad because he didn't play it. Go to hell, Blues Traveler. <laughs> well, John John Popper always looked like he was two cheetahs away from a heart attack anyway in death. Yeah, and then he lost all that weight, and then apparently lost the graciousness to come back on tour into the Baltimore area and play Hook and Runaround. So they owe me Hook and Runaround. I do love But Anyway more, but maybe I wanted to hear those other two. But is that bullshit for a band that know, they know they're popular songs, right? They know that they're the ones that the people are coming. Yeah, and for. it was 1997. It's That's not like they move. had an extensive catalog of hits. Even like, even Rush. I'm pretty sure they were sick of playing Tom Sawyer after Tom Sawyer after Tom a Soy. while. But they had to play it because that's what your fans want. So don't be a dick and not play the thing that your fans want now if you had like a collection of like 30 hits yeah maybe you don't get to you might skip one right yeah but maybe everybody there wants to hear run around because that's what made you famous you shits exactly i don't understand that even the time that i went to see hansen they played that what's that song Mm yeah they even played oomba i had a friend that dragged me there um my friend Sarah years ago, she dragged me to see Hanson. And when I was there, I'm like, you know what? If nothing else, they're going to play Mbop, and I'm going to know what that song is. And of course they played it because what band is stupid enough to go out on stage and not play their fucking hits because Blue's you were there for the, that's, that's what my point though. That's so silly that they would not come out and play their hits. By the way, I do want to make a, a small, uh, give a small piece of information. They were also blues traveler played the theme song for Roseanne. And the very end of the series, which I always thought was kind of funny because um, John Popper and the band showed up on one of the episodes mm-hmm. and they were like going to a club to see them. But it wasn't that band. It was like John um, uh, Goodman's like ex-friend. And they're like, oh, he's in town. We got to go see the band. And they go see him. So like the following season, it was John Popper was singing the song for Roseanne. That seems familiar. So yeah. he was like, yeah, uh-huh. and he, but he was singing and yeah, and did the harmonica, the harmonica, everything? the everything did the whole yeah. thing. Um, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know because that would have been a hit and he wouldn't have played it. At <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. He wouldn't have played Play the Roseanne time. song, you dick. But like for 20 years, I lived in like a cloud that that was kind of badass, And then I'm just like, no, that was ass ass. <laughs> that was an ass ass thing to do. 
John Popper and Blues Traveler. That piece of so shit. Heck, hey. So if I if I ever see them, if you ever see tickets for them, let me know. I want free ones. Yeah, <laughs> you I deserve. And I, if he doesn't play it, I'm gonna go Bill, Bill. When I hear it, <laughs> I came here one other time and you never played it, you bastards. Yeah. Um, so and 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 another one I I saw Third Eye Blind a, a bunch of times for I don't know why. That just kept happening. Third Eye Blind would be at a show. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm going to this. That's one of Heather's favorites. I love Third Eye Blind. She dragged me to a Third Eye Blind show. We saw and them. you loved it. I thought do, they were do, okay. Do, 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 you know what really do, bothers do, me? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're in a situation, by the way, that song reminds me of every 90s like teen movie. Um, when you're at <laughs> it a concert. It was in every 90s teen when you're a con- When you're at a concert and somebody decides to start smoking weed while you're at Look. the concert. The reefer that the always puts a big damper on my 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 uh, love love for the concert. Like at the, the point that I start smelling that, I want to leave. I'm I've never I've never smoked pot in my life, and I'm not a big fan of the smell of pot. So when it when I smell it, I like I want to leave. Like instantly, I want to go. And when we were at that show, somebody behind us started smoking and i remember standing there and i'm thinking motherfucker will this guy just stop already so we can enjoy the show and he didn't he smoked almost the entire fucking show it drove me insane and who knows how are they not allowed how hold on how can they not fucking police this at one of these large how here's a greta how dare you how dare you so i have the opposite feelings you love it I have smoked weed before. I'm a big pot smoker! I do not <laughs> smoke weed currently. I haven't smoked it in a very, very, very long time since well before Chris and I had gotten together. That's right. I thought you were going to say since well before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long time. It's been at least three days. It's been at least six weeks. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I love the smell of weed. What? I love it. I do. Okay. However, however... I do not like when people smoke it indoors. I'm fine with it outdoors at a concert. I believe that if cigarettes are legal, weed should be legal before that because it smells way less bad, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, I'm the way that Chris is about cigarette smoke. I fucking hate cigarettes. I fucking hate cigars. They give me headaches. They make me smell like shit. I am a girl... I don't wash my hair every day. If I leave somewhere and my hair smells like cigarette smoke and I wash my hair that day, I get really upset because I have to wash it the next day. Or cigar smoke. And I fu- I hate it. I hate it. It's disgusting. But I, I understand your feelings about weed. I so you don't, don't, you don't want... So this box of cigars I got you for your anniversary, your, uh, your honeymoon, I should... I should just return them to the store. Yeah, or smoke them yourself. <laughs> or smoke them outside. <laughs> yeah, smoke them outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a big issue with cigarettes. So I, I do understand Chris's point of view about weed. I mean, if, if you're not into it, you don't like the smell of it, I, I get that. Yeah, not my thing. I always I always liked the smell of it. It's the the, sta- the dank mm-hmm. or the whatever, the, the, the cheese, the whatever. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> but the it was cheese? always a, it always i don't know they called the cheese <laughs> the cheese the, the cheddar have, like people call it blue cheese like different strands or something or i don't know i'm just i'm picking up lingo that i hear the kids talking about on the street there 
I think. Chris, yeah, usually, usually whenever I spelled that, I was just like, all right, we're someone's having a good time. Yeah, someone feels pretty mellow. I think I think yeah. Chris's biggest issue with it is he's never smoked it, so he mm-hmm. thinks that like it does what Dare told you it does in elementary school. No, I like, just it don't, completely I don't... it completely fucks your life up. Um, <laughs> but because I've experienced it, I know like in my experience. I just want to sit on the couch and watch TV and maybe have a snack. So, and cigarettes do much more damage. So I hate those more. And, and, um, I have nothing else to add to that. Just and. Yeah. You could sit down on the couch and watch Tremors. (laughs) That was Heather's PSA, by the way, about me. That was. (laughs) Well, no, I, 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 yeah, that's how you're like, you're like, um, one of the, grown-ups weed was big in the 60s no i have nothing against it no i have nothing personally i don't want to smoke i don't want to i don't want to do any of that kind of shit i i have no want but it's weird because you'll smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol i did smoke cigarettes and i enjoyed smoking cigarettes but i'm done with cigarettes now i've I've heard that about 20 times in our relationship but it's past i hope you keep up with that because they're very bad he's moving on to pipe tobacco that's right i'm moving on to big cigars (laughs) he's on the five-year plan right that's right right. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you know sit on the couch with the with the doobie watch tremors and today by the way today is the actual 30th birthday of tremors today on january 19th that's today God, wow! Happy birthday, Tremors! Happy birthday, happy Tremors! Bir- Thank Yay. you! Yay! Happy Tremors. birthday! What a yeah, great movie! Oh, uh, I love it. I was watching it. It was on TV this weekend, and I was like, "Hey, when did this? I know this. When did this get theatrically re- theatrically released?" And there it was, January nineteenth. I said, "Hey, Sunday is Tremors Day." So that, uh, that's go pretty watch cool. Your, yeah, go watch yourself some Tremors and and do all the do all the quotes. Now, um, pardon my French, you know, I guess I'm kind of going against what is popular, but I really, really, really like Tremors 2 a lot. Aftershocks. I love that movie. I thought that was so great. It had the original guy that was in the film, um, the original, I guess, the hero character. No Kevin Bacon, though. It was Michael Gross was in it. Wasn't Michael, he? Michael Gross was in it, but it was the other guy that was Fred with. Ward. Was that the, the guy who was paired with Kevin Bacon in the first film? Yes. Okay, yeah. So that guy was in that movie, and like some other person was in it with him. Like it's another sidekick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Fred Ward, Michael Gross, and uh, someone else. I haven't seen that in ages. Um, I remember not liking it because it wasn't the first movie. Yeah, but... I, I liked it because it was just – it was – Stupid, ridiculous, but it was fun to watch. I remember really enjoying watching it when it first came out. It came out in 1996, and at that time, I was a younger kid. I mean, I was a kid. I would have been 13 years old. Okay. I loved it. Was it. Di- direct a video. Yeah. Chris, I was a kid. I was six. Yeah, I know. I know you're <laughs> you a You were a teenager. I was, thir- I was 13. Yeah. I know. You weren't a kid. I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. I just All like right. to remind All you right. that you're All like right. really, I know. I really so old. I get it. You- you were kidder than he was. I, already, I was much kidder. I know I had pubes already. You didn't have any. You didn't have any of that. Yet. Yeah, I didn't even know what a pube was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so pube was pube was a character on some children's show. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, come here, pube. <laughs> it's Rick in the pube. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Brought to you by Dr Pepper and Taco Bell. 
Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> um, so I, I thought we could play a, an interesting game today. Okay. All right. It's it's a game called Little Did You Know. Is this like Never Have I Ever? Uh, almost, maybe. But maybe I, I feel like it's time to reveal something that maybe, just maybe, people would know about you. I'll go first. So, for example... Uh, maybe this would come as a surprise. Maybe it wouldn't. But uh, I used to – I know how to ballroom dance. And I used to actually – I went well, – was in college. I took a class. And for two semesters following that, I would just go back and help teach it as well. Oh, so fuck. I would, I would like, assist in the ballroom dancing. I like and I that. Did, I did cha-cha. I did the cha-cha. I did the tango, the merengue, the um, – with the the did uh, the waltz, did some waltzing, some some uh, you know all kinds of different stuff and uh, swing dancing, the Ooh. jitterbug, etc. You, you and really I can like still move. Parents, you know, I still got the moves. It, it's baby. funny. I said fuck under my breath. I don't know if anybody heard that. I did uh, it's <gasps> because it's funny. You come up with ballroom dancing. The first thing I came up with something completely disgusting that I've done, and I don't know. Now I'm trying to rethink what my answer should be because you came up with ballroom dancing, and mine has something to do with masturbation. So I don't know oh. which route I should go. Um, we probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we were. I don't know if we were going to go down the dark path. Yeah. Sure. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me. Try. All right, Heather, your turn. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know if you guys anything. know this, but murder really gets me going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Heather, you have to have something. Something we don't know yet. And it doesn't even have to be like that. Maybe it's just something like, you know, dramatic, like, oh, I've never seen Star Wars, or uh, I hated Indiana Jones, or something. These aren't facts of mine. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. My just so nobody gets mo- mad my, at you? My favorite movie is Lucky Number Slevin. You know, right, something yeah. like that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, See, I, I'm going to have to think. Oh, no. Heather? Well, the thing is, I don't feel like I'm like the most interesting man in the world. Whoa, man. Excuse well, me? Well, you know, there's well, that guy. Well, that's something we didn't know. Uh, we <laughs> long, happy Elaborate, please, because this is weird. Well, they do call me I didn't realize Heather. you had a wiener. You you talked over my joke. Go ahead. What's your say joke? it again. They they do call me hot dog Heather. Oh okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone got like the the drum sound? No. Can you do one? Thank you. I can do. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. I got one sound effect over here. And that's it. God, I'm stuck with my one. I don't want to talk about that one. Um. I think I know what it is. Yeah, it's really weird. Please don't that, ever admit that yeah, to that's, anybody. Yeah, that's a really weird one. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's too. It's, I think it's even too weird for this. And I am Groot. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, mm, Heather, go ahead. Come on, try to try to come up with something. Hmm. Hmm. I've never seen Flashdance. I don't. Yeah, me neither. Is that is that it? Is that your one? That's, can that's I can one. I use yours? I, I've I never, never seen really, Flashdance. <laughs> I never really cared for Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, I've never neither, seen any of neither, those. I hate. I hate that. Um, I didn't like Rogue One. Okay. 
Is that good? No, everybody <laughs> knows that. So, um, uh, uh, I had open heart surgery as a as a kid. We all know that. We know that. Oh shit! Um, you had open. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had open heart surgery when I was five. I had a hole in my heart the size of a quarter. And they had to go in and repair it. It's and all fixed now. He has a really big scar. As a kid, it. I turned to the doctor and I said, "Is there any?" I know you're working on the heart, but there's is there anything you can do about this small wiener? And he said, no. And he put me out. No, that's that's your that's no. between you and God. <laughs> no, that's your problem. <laughs> the insurance money won't cover that. <laughs> no, we have never seen such a small wiener either. Yeah, there's nothing we could do with your there's thimble. Not... <laughs> it's just in case you just need to give three thumbs up in the future. That's it. <laughs> Cisco <laughs> uh, like... and Ebert and Chris's wiener. <laughs> Three thumbs down. I hated Wrath of Khan. What the fuck is that? Star Trek. Oh, okay. I couldn't. I could have. Are, are we just copying it. off of Jason's thing? No, I'm trying to just. I'm going. On, listen, it's he a, mentioned Star Trek. Lightning round. I'm just what? trying to. I'm just trying to like pop out as many as I possibly can. I don't like condiments. Do a lot of people know that. Did I know that know? about. Okay, you. you know that. Oh shit! Yeah, that yeah. was a, that was a that was a big uh, stumbling point with us. Yeah, it's really I, weird. I had though. to go home and pray on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What's another one? You are weird though, because you do like sriracha. I do like sriracha. Yeah, that's... I don't consider it a condiment. I consider it, it out of hot is. sauce. But it, what do you put the sriracha condiment. on? Chicken nuggets. You've yeah. done it. You put it on what, like ground turkey? You put it like in dishes before, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. You put it in your pho. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. I put it in my pho. That's right. I like the pho. You like the or is it pho? Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I always wonder that, so I feel stupid when I call the places because they obviously know how it's pronounced. <laughs> oh, I never beat Super Mario One. What? Never. Why? Not? Why? I've not? never beat it. I've never beat. It. I just didn't. You just didn't have time. I didn't know. I just didn't. I just always would lose, and I'd get pissed off, and I'd turn it off. Oh, speaking they, of video games, I'm pretty good at uh, Donkey Kong Country. Oh, Heather is amazingly good at Donkey I Kong Country. I could probably play it with my eyes closed. Like, I would the, put money the on The one that. for Super Nintendo? Yes. Or is the N64? No, Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was Super Nintendo. They did have a Donkey... I think it was called Donkey Kong 64, which I liked as well, but that was a little more complicated. You had to get, like, a special cartridge to put in your... Yeah. Um, Donkey in the front of <laughs> in the front of your console, not like the game it was console upgrade called. chip or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that weird. was dumb. I hated that. Yeah, but I, I had that cool. upgrade chip. Well, I have the thing that you put in the N sixty four, and then the well that had rumble or the had the rumble pack in the N sixty four. I had some it? rumble packs, yeah. but oh, the, yeah. the system had a piece that you put in in it, and it upgraded the graphics, and only cer- certain games needed it to run. And Turok 2 was one of them because I had to buy it for a game called Turok 2. Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. More like Turd Rock. And Turd Rock. No, uh, Turok well, 2 was right. awesome. I'm, I love that game. That game was so much fun. What else do I have that nobody knows? I, I don't know. I, I'm not that interesting, I guess. I, I'm with you, I'm Heather. Not interesting. I'm not that interesting. Is there interesting. any sort of fandoms that would be surprised? Like, you're just like, I actually don't like Marvel. Oh, living, I love. I'm living a lie. <laughs> I love Teen Mom and Teen Mom 2. Everybody, everybody knows that? that. Fuck. Um, I don't know if on this podcast, but we talk about it on the Gasocast a lot. Why do you like Teen Mom? Because, because that always depresses me. Because it's the best. It's just the best. It's it's full of drama that doesn't involve me, and I love that. I love drama. <laughs> um, hmm, hmm. 
Mm. It's always starring people that I just think just want to be on television so that they'll be 16 years old and decide to not have someone pull out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, they have a lot of drama, and and the fathers are not there, and it's it's just fun. I I love watching people's lives being ruined. Is that bad? Hmm. I love seeing that. That's fun sometimes. But, but at the end, not, there's a happy. But, but, but at the end, it's like happy. There's a happy ending, so that is I, like makes up for it. I was hoping. See, I didn't know you had ever seen Hanson. I was hoping that the Spice Girls were going to be involved at no, some point. No, no, I saw Hanson, and they played with some other Disney bands. Like you secretly love the Spice Girls and I regretted not seeing the reunion tour with Ginger. Let me let me re- rewind for a second. I don't like to see everybody's life ruined. I don't want to uh-huh. see like a monster. It was just <laughs> nice to see it in a television show. Let me just say you're that. just are you see so you're holding out for me for me to do so. <laughs> um, Jason, I can't wait to see your whole life unravel and be destroyed. Just crumble, um, but I promise I'll do it live. <laughs> you know what? I I can't come up with anything. I'm I'm looking on my Facebook and everything, and it's not showing me anything. I don't know. It's it's. Oh, well, is, something I'll, I'll I'll give you another one. Okay. I'll give you another one. Um, a lot of people know me for being handsome, but I'm also incredibly humble. So, yeah, that's a fucking lie. <laughs> the Wait, the part? humble part. The humble oh, part. You're right. very handsome, Jason. Well, thank you. See. Yeah. Oh, at my company, I was recently <laughs> pulled in to be a model for their clothing. Speaking of humble. But you're <laughs> wait, but wait, your 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 company doesn't make any clothing. Yeah, they're oh, selling their. I think their, you were assaulted. There's, <laughs> they're selling like branded clothing, and I had to be a, I had to be a model for it, and oh. it was because I'm tattooed. That's why they wanted me. Yeah, they so wanted I look diversity. Like, I look like a, I look like a thug. They wanted a thug in there. Yeah, they. I'm hi- a thug. They hire anybody. They hire older white men. They hire. Was it a young Asian woman? Yeah. They hire guys with tattoos. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, they had to have diversity. It's they a, had to have you know, everybody. It's it's corporate culture. Yeah. I wouldn't be well. laughing right now, Heather. That's not funny. <laughs> well, did you do well in your modeling gig? I did. Like, um, were they pleased? Tell tell them what you had to do. We had to play Jenga, and we took pictures <laughs> of us while we played Jenga in the the like corporate giant culture. Jenga or like regular Jenga, top. regular Jenga. Okay. And they had me take my pants off. I don't know why they had me do that, but that whoa, was, yeah, I know. <laughs> Hogs out, dogs out. Um, they were like, in order to make you feel more comfortable, we're going to be nude. That's yeah. going to make it worse. Um, but whatever. Let's. T- we're going to make a video now. And there's this weird bed. Oh, okay. I'll do it for the company. <laughs> I'll tell the company line, boss. Here we go. Uh, you know, I didn't like. Okay, so I didn't like Die Hard at all. The recently. first, really. But this, I watched it again and I liked it. So there okay. you go. I fixed that. You rectified um, that sitch. Uh, yeah, I am erect. You're right. Um, <laughs> I never watched all of Godfather 3. Um, okay, Chris, nobody cares about any of this shit. What? I'm trying to come up with something good. I've never Can watched Godfather 1. What? Yeah, don't scream. I have headphones on. Did you, you ever hurt, watch you really Godfather or uh, Goodfellas? No. Oh I told God. you this. Uh, uh, did you ever watch E.T.? Yes. Okay. Hmm. I can't what think about, of anything else. What about ET two? ET two. There was no ET two. I'm just. No, I know there wasn't. I was trying to come up with a. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a tagline for ET two. ET two. He's phoning home. Yeah. Again. <laughs> ET two. He's home. Bye. ET two. Wrong number. <laughs> ET two. New phone. Who did? <laughs> 
Um, I oh, I I liked the Americanized Godzilla film when it released. Oh boy, the one yeah. from uh, nineteen ninety eight with Matthew Broderick. Matthew, I'm in a footprint, 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 Broderick. Matthew, uh, I killed somebody in real life, Broderick. That's on his, if he was a guest on the podcast. That's what he would say. He'd be like, "Well, I killed somebody." Yeah, I don't know if you knew that about me. There was an episode of Family Guy where they specifically say that, and they just come out and say it in the middle of the episode for no reason, and it was really funny. I, I don't know why they did that. It was very random. Um, uh, what else, Heather? Um, by hmm. the way, uh, it's it's now official. Super Bowl is going to be the Chiefs versus the 49ers. The chefs? Wow. The chefs versus 49. I'm huh. okay with the 49ers. RS. Eh. Oh, I got a good one. I've never eaten ass before. Oh. Not even once. <laughs> Not even once? Not even once. So you have lied. I never you said ass. in the past that you have. I've yeah, never he, done that's it. like his favorite thing to say. I I guess because he hasn't done it. I don't fucking know. I never said I eat ass. You huh? always say you eat ass. As a matter of fact, last night we have. Why a are you acting like this is normal? Wait, wait. We, yeah, last night we're what? at we we're at Thanksgiving <laughs> and he said he ate ass. We have a group chat with some of our friends, and earlier today you mentioned that your name used to be Chris. I eat ass gassed, but it was changed. <laughs> And I forget what you change it to, but I remember you put that phrase in the middle of your name. So just wow. shut up. You always say that you eat ass. Hmm. Okay. You're a fucking liar. I'm scared of the dark. Boom. There you go. I'm scared I of the dark. That was the reason you chewed gum so much. Because <laughs> you eat ass. Because I eat ass. That's right. Is someone farting in here? No, it's just me. It's my I, breath. I am, I am afraid <laughs> of the dark a little bit. Yeah. I have a really weird fear of the dark, but I don't think it's a fear of the actual dark. Do you run up the stairs really fast like me? Sometimes, not often. I have. I don't like mirrors in the dark because of Bloody Mary. Mm. And I don't like... a. When I'm laying in bed, I like the door to be closed because our bed... Fa- like, the door is an eyeshot of me... And I don't like seeing the dark hallway, but I'm fine with our room being dark. It's fucking weird, hmm. but that I don't weird. like it. I don't like wind. Hmm. Well, Break. I don't either, because I got to pick up the trash cans if it's, it's trash like, day. Uh, if it's if it's like a lot of wind, like we were having, like here, like awful gusts. I hate it. Don't like, like it. Like breaking wind. Uh, if you can break wind with such force, yeah, I guess that would be included in that. No, no, I mean, you don't like wind. Do you like breaking wind? Uh, like farts? Yeah, do you like farts? Do you like farting? Uh, they're fine, okay. as long as they're my own. Everyone <laughs> likes their own brand, okay? <laughs> and when you fart too much around Heather, she has to wash her hair. And yeah. She like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you tailed that one. You brought that one right back around. That's what I like um, to do. I like to bring these in. And I don't take notes during the program. So this all just comes out. Why do I sound like Shadow Stevens? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I tell you, I don't like what is like your what is. All right. Here's another one. What's your biggest fear? Flying. Heights. Whoa. Flying and heights. Mm-hmm. So you'll fly. But as long as it's low to the ground. And exactly. Chris, just, Chris, Chris is don't mind being high as long as you're walking there. 
Yeah, I'm, I have a really, really, really big issue with flying for some reason. I don't know why. And it's only happened in the last few years. Like, I, I don't know what happens when you get older. I was talking to uh, about this at work um, with some friends there who are a, a little bit older than I am. It's one. It's like one day you wake up and you're just afraid of things. Yes. Like, I don't remember ever being afraid of, like, uh, flying, as an example, or heights. And now I'm afraid of heights and I'm afraid, uh, I'm petrified of flying, which is really bad because I want to go places and do things, but I don't feel like I can. I feel like I'm going to have to be drugged up in order to get onto an airplane. These so days. when is the last time you were on an airplane and did you feel these feelings when you were? Last time I was on an airplane was about 2012, I think, was the last time. And I felt messed up. Like, I felt, like, really anxious. But I don't... I feel now, if I got on an airplane right now, if you put me on an airplane right now, I'm pretty sure I would have a heart attack. Like, that's how fearful I am of it. Like, I mean, that's... I don't think that would happen. I'm just saying, like, in my head, I feel like that's what would happen to me. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I don't like drowning. Like, that's... That's That's a huge fear. That's a big fear. Yeah. Like, the... You know the movie The Abyss freaked me out, right? For that one scene I where don't... she has to drown, what and then be brought back to life. Oof, <laughs> that's a hard scene. To, it's still a hard scene for me to get through. But like getting stuck, and uh, the other scene that actually bothers me was in the Money Pit, where Tom Hanks falls through the the floor, and he gets stuck in the carpet, and he has no use of his hands. Like that's messed up. I don't like that. What What was that from? <laughs> The money pit, where oh, he, money pit. There's a hole. Yeah, there's a hole in the floor, and he steps in the middle of the carpet, and he just starts sinking. All of a sudden, he goes wah wah, you know, and, he, and his like <laughs> hands are like this, so he's stuck and he can't get out. It's just that whole thing. So that, that freaks you out. Yeah, it freaks me out. Hmm. Or like, yeah, where you can't, you're stuck somewhere, drowning, and you can't get out. <laughs> I I have a fear of ketchup. I have a fear of ketchup getting on me, being around me, smelling it. I have a and this is serious. I'm not making a joke. I have a real fear of ketchup. I really? got ketchup on my shirt in lunchtime, on, in, in lunchtime in high school in about 11th grade. I got it on my shirt, and I thought for sure I was going to die. And I ended up going to the bathroom and trying to scrub it out, and I could smell it as I was scrubbing it out, and it freaked me out. I've had dreams about falling into a pit or vat of um, ketchup and waking up in with like a night terror. It mm. is debilitating. I cannot stand it. So Heather actually has to eat far away from me when she has ketchup. I know it sounds oh freaky, goodness. but it's true. Yeah, right. I do. So I guess you didn't. Uh, you don't. You don't go to Heinz Field for the Steelers. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, not me. Go, you're not going to see them Ravens on the road in Pittsburgh. That's right. You look at no. I. Yeah, it's a, it's true fear. Well, that explains your hate of condiments. Yes, I do have a big heat of condiments. I th- I would figure I would figure though if you don't if you're like scared of ketchup you would just try and eat the most of it so that way it doesn't have to kill again. <laughs> it's like it's like it's the blob or something. Yeah, you you just keep ingesting ketchup so no one else has to suffer. Did anybody in the Blob film try to eat the Blob? Uh, they were too much gluten. Oh, okay. I was wondering what it's happens. True. You know, the blob was eating people. What if you ate the blob? Hmm. 
Sorry, mm. random. That's thought. a real blobby blob world, huh? Yeah, that's a, that, was, that that was just a thought. <laughs> um, but fears, you know, like I said, fears fears are weird. Uh, especially as I get older, I have more fears. I think lately, I've been thinking a lot more about death. Mm-hmm. It's weird. As you get older, you start to realize how I guess human we are and how fragile we are. Mm-hmm. As a kid and and when I was younger, I didn't think about that. I didn't it didn't matter. If I fell off uh, you know, a, a a toy or something out outdoors or off one of the jungle gyms or something, I knew that I would just jump back on my feet and run some more. And now, you know, when I see Max on a jungle my son on a jungle gym, I think, oh my God, if he falls, he's gonna break his whole head off. You know what I mean? But for him, he falls off and he's fine. Mm-hmm. So as an adult, I'm starting to see like I get more, I'm worried about stuff like that more. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. a fear of like death. I think about like, if I ingest this, what could happen to me? Sometimes I'll, if I'm trying some new food, I'll think to myself, oh my God, if I try this and I never knew, but I'm allergic to it, I'm going to fucking lose it. I could die from this. And I freak myself out to like that level. It's weird. I don't know why I'm like that. I never used to be like that, but I'm like that now. It freaks me the fuck out. And it makes me not want to try anything. Somebody the other day was talking about jumping out of an airplane. Fuck all of that. There's no, no. way I'm jumping out of a fucking airplane. And he's like, yeah, I'd probably never do it again. But, you know, it was fun. It was adrenaline rush. As soon as you jump out of that airplane, there was no promise. There's not even a promise when you got on the airplane to go up that you're going to survive any of this. And then right. you jump out. Well, they have you sign waivers saying. Yeah. Well, he, you might die. He jumps out. He feels the G's or <clears throat> velocity. And then he said all at once it just stops. And now you're just hovering and floating around because you're just falling to the ground now. And at any point, it might not work out where you live. Like, what if the chute doesn't open? And what if the backup chute doesn't open? And what if not? It's, what happens? Like, and you just hit the ground. Like, it sounds like you need to go to iFly and just do the, do the contained little skydiving area. Yeah. That would be for you. <laughs> right. But it's just, it's freaky. I, I think about that all the time. Like these weird things that people are up to. Like I love being at home and playing my video games and making my YouTube videos. I don't want to go out and get into a race car and go down a track at like 150 miles an hour straight away. Like that car could blow up. It could flip over 150 miles an hour. I don't know if it goes that fast, but like these jet cars and shit, I don't want to be in there. I don't want to blow up. I'd rather be at home playing Destiny Two. Well, one <laughs> of those really, yeah, one of those really fast cars could blow up our whole basement. What do you mean? While we're playing Destiny Two. Why would a car be here like that? Of that. I don't 3D, know. What if someone runs it television? into our neighborhood? What if somebody three D television? <laughs> yeah. Somebody were in the neighborhood and blew up. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, on top of crashing into our basement. They have an explosive attached to their vehicle. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. Oh my god. Um, it could come in here at 150 miles an hour. It just freaks me out. And up. I think now we, now we got into this whole conversation of fear. We should never went down this path. But I have all these fears. <laughs> One night I was trying to go to sleep. I have really bad anxiety. I don't know why I have anxiety, but it showed up in my later teen years. I had anxiety pop up one night. It said in my head all at once, I, w- I fell asleep and I woke up in like two seconds and I told myself, or like I heard like my, my brain was talking to me or I get, or some, or I was talking to myself or I have mental problems. It said something like, do you know how to breathe? Like mm-hmm. I heard that clear as day. Do you know how to breathe? And I, I sat there all night going, 
<laughs> trying to breathe because I'm like, I don't fucking know if I know how to breathe now. I could die. Like, that's what anxiety is. I just told you what anxiety is in a nutshell. It freaked me the fuck out. And Heather knows about it too because Heather has it too. Huh. Right, Heather? Yeah, well, that might be something that people don't know about me. I, yeah, I've suffered from really, really like debilitating anxiety at times in my life. Yeah. And it's, it's actually sort of dark. <laughs> like there was a point in my life where I like could, could hardly leave the house. Like one day I remember I went to drive to Home Depot, which was literally five minutes or less from my house. And I was maybe two minutes from the Home Depot and I had to turn around and come home. Because I was like so freaked out. That's so fucked And I, I don't know why. I don't know why that happened. But I was under a lot of stress at the time. I wasn't happy with where I was at and what like what was going on in my life, I guess. And once I got out of that situation, it was I, like a weight lifted off my chest. You've gotten better and better since we've been together. Because I remember yeah. at one point, it was like Heather and I couldn't even go down, go too far away from where we lived. Uh, or either one of us lived because you lived in a different house than me at the time, but we couldn't go very far. But as we've gotten together, now we're talking about a honeymoon where we're driving down south to Florida. Yeah. So, I mean, you've come a long way since you and I have been together. Well, when you have anxiety, it's almost, you almost become used to having it. So a lot of the anxiety that I was feeling when you and I first got together, it was like almost a habit. Like I knew at one point, I could barely leave my house. So when you and I first got together, it was like, okay, I could potentially have anxiety. So I'm scared of having anxiety. You so didn't I want don't the potential. I don't want to risk feeling anxious. Right. Yeah. So it, it's yeah, it's it's pretty sick. Anxiety is a piece if you of think shit. about it. I hate anxiety. Yeah, but luckily I feel a lot better. That's good. But we're yeah. glad you're we're glad you're back. And you're feeling <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah, it's I I went through um I don't want to say it's a midlife crisis, but I was just going through some some shit right before I turned 40. Um, I don't know if I talked about it or not, but um, I wasn't handling it well. And uh, it took me a while, but I finally I got over it um, because I just turned 40. And then I was like, oh, it really isn't so bad after all. And it I went feels to San like Diego. 39 and 366 it, it's days. Just, it's just another day. It's very <laughs> arbitrary. Uh, but, you know, just from... I got to spend some time with some friends out in San Diego for comic con and it kind of just put everything together for, I got some time away from work. I was working a lot. I was working late and I was just like overexerting myself stress that didn't need to be. Um, and so, you know, it got away from it for a few days, got to, you know, get the, the serotonin levels flowing in the brain uh, getting to see some familiar faces and that just kind of got me out of whatever was egging me on. And, uh, when I came home, I was, you know, it was good. That's good. I was, good. I was a much, I was in a much better place mentally and emotionally. Uh, but you know, there's it, I, I, I've experienced some of that. You just don't want to deal with things. You know, I would come home, like I would work late, come home and just be in bed by like eight o'clock. And I'm just like, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm just going to go to bed so I can get up and go to work tomorrow and repeat the process. And it's, I could see how it's easy. And some, some people can't get out of their own way for that. So they just keep going through it and going through it and going through it. But you know, 
um, I got out of my own way and I, I, I'm better for it, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, sometimes you need to take a step back when you don't need, when you, you need to take a step back when you don't even know that you need to take a step back. And I've had moments like that in my life where things have been so overwhelming with work or with whatever, and my anxiety is is um, is going higher and higher and boosting. I found that lately, when I decided that I would stop smoking cigarettes and I stopped caffeine, mm-hmm. and now I've stopped drinking uh, uh, diet sodas, mm-hmm. they were all affecting me big time. You know. This week, when I stopped drinking diet sodas, I had stopped drinking caffeine weeks ago. I stopped drinking diet sodas this week. I haven't slept better than than I have this week, probably since I was a little kid. Hmm. It is so weird. You know, sometimes you don't know what is really affecting you. And in fact, my anxiety isn't that bad at all. Like, I feel like my anxiety has even dropped a lot since all this has uh, happened. But when I started quitting some of this shit that was really affecting me, I'm almost like, I feel like I'm getting to a point now over the next couple of months. I want to see what happens, but because I'm getting away from all this, cause the diet soda was making me dizzy. It was causing all these really bizarre issues with me, which and probably made you more anxious. Exactly. And I think <laughs> that also added to me not wanting to fly. Um, but, but the point I'm making is uh, it's funny. You don't really know about your issues until you like kind of step back away from them and say, well, maybe I need to quit something. And what made me realize to quit this, it wasn't Heather uh, telling me a million times that diet sodas were bad for me. Yeah. Cause he doesn't listen. I, I never listen yeah. to what she says. And typically yeah. I always come to her and I'm like, Hey, it's a good idea to do this. And she's like, you dumb piece of shit. I told you that three weeks ago. You dumb piece um, of shit. Yeah. Okay. I um, just want to be clear. She never calls me a dumb I piece didn't of shit. Call, well, I mean, if you're being a dumb piece of shit, right. maybe, but you weren't, you just don't know. But I listened, fucking I, listen to I, your I, wife earlier this week. This past week, I listened to Howard Stern, and when I was listening oh, good. to Howard, Howard Stern, Howard St- some hooligan on Howard Stern has some influence so one, on you. Good. One good. of the guys on on Howard Stern, they Great. mentioned that they were getting very bad migraines due to their uh, of drinking the diet soda, which includes uh, the chemical aspartame or aspartame or however hell you say it. Mm-hmm. But it included that, and they said that the drinking the diet soda was giving them bad migraines. It was like basically changing. Their, their way their brain was working in, in a nutshell. Which is all things that I've said to you, but right. So I stopped. I stopped. Dumb piece the, of shit. That was, hey! <laughs> I heard that on, I, I heard that episode on Monday. They were talking about it. So I decided I'll stop. And I literally stopped right there. Like, as soon as I listened to it, I was listening to it at work while I was doing whatever I was doing. Did you have soda in front of you? Yes. I had it in my, in my, um, my refrigerator. You? Oh, okay. And right. I ended up giving that away. My last two cans I had, I brought wow. five that day. I drank three, gave away two. And um, I stopped right then and there. And I came home. In fact, if you remember, that Sunday before, I had gone to the store and I bought three cases of soda. Yeah. And Monday, he's like, oh, I just decided to quit. Right. You know what my first thought was? Me being a fucking cheapskate. Uh, glad I didn't pay the grocery bill last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the soda now. It's caffeine-free Diet Coke. Um, but when I quit it and you know, when I quit it this week, I just started noticing throughout the days that things were getting better. My memory was the biggest one that I was having issues with. My memory was slowly going away and it might've affected me long term. I don't know that yet. I still have to give myself some time, but Heather would tell me things and people would tell me things at work. 
it was almost as if they never told me. And when they would tell me that I had this conversation with them, it was making me lose my fucking mind. That's another fear I have is losing memory. It's losing your mind. Losing your mind or <laughs> losing your memory and not knowing things. I, you know, hearing people getting older and losing their memory really that freaks that freaks me out big time. But anyway, this whole diet soda debacle, I have a feeling it's going to change my life. And to tail back around, I had a huge fear that I would not be able to quit that diet soda. But guess what, baby? I did! I did! Yes! It was awesome. Caffeine was a hard one. Cigarettes was tough as well. But diet soda, I've been drinking it for so long, I didn't think I'd ever be able to get away from it. And baby, I did it. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm very proud of you. Yes. I am, um... I, I, I have to... So I've, I've been noticing since I haven't been eating a lot of sweets. I, I do eat sweets, but um, like the the big sweet calorie bombs like my cheesecakes. I made a peanut butter chocolate cheesecake with chocolate ganache on top of it. Oh, my God. And I had some tonight. And I had, knew this when I made my 3D chocolate cheesecake, which, uh, which is three types of chocolate inside of a chocolate cheesecake with chocolate ganache. <laughs> I would get very sleepy afterwards <laughs> where to the point where I was just like, even before we started recording, I was just like, Oh, you know, let me know when you're ready. I'm going to be upstairs. I'm laying on the couch and I'm just like starting to doze. I'm like, don't you dare. You'll never fall asleep tonight. If you doze off now, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I've been booching on the daily now. So, uh, you know, well, that's, that's been keeping me healthier. So I'm 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 feeling good. Well, feeling I, real good. I have to throw That's in awesome. I have to throw in another thing that I've been doing too. I've actually been taking a lot of um, and I'm a big pussy, but I take gummy vitamins because mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't a, take I'm, the kind that you swallow. Just the yeah, gummy. I'm, I'm okay. a I'm a I'm a kid I'm a kid at heart and in mm-hmm. the belly, and I so I took um, I've been taking energy things for the morning. B12. Which is B, yeah, B12 in the morning, and I've been also um, uh, doing probiotics. And let me tell you, probiotics, this is going to sound really weird. This week, I was listening to Howard Stern show months ago, and this woman came on the air, and she mentioned that she shits five or six times a day. And when I heard that, and she said that's normal because she was a doctor, that blew my fucking mind. Because there were days that I was going without shitting at all. I would shit sometimes once every three days, okay? That's that's too little. Yes. (laughs) This week... I have shit every day up to four times almost a day. Like right now I have to shit. Are you overdoing the probiotics? No, huh? I'm taking the probiotics as I'm supposed to and I'm drinking a ton of water. I'm peeing a lot, but I'm pooping like a champion and I really like that. I'm so glad I made this change. I think what, what was happening I was, love pooping four times a day. This oh, I is love great. It. I love pooping four times a day. But It's like you get extra breaks. That's right. I don't take a smoke break. I take a poop break. So... Now that I'm drinking all this water, I think it's making everything move around. The probiotics are helping. When I was drinking all that soda, it was too much sodium. And I think it was causing a really big issue to my body, big time. And now that all in the chemicals and everything else, I feel like my body's like trying to get back on track. I am having some sort of withdrawals, though. I mean, I've been feeling very strange. Like but, how? Like just like, I don't know, just like shitty and just like sort of groggy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I'm, it's not like. You feel good, but you're also feeling shitty. In a way, and yeah. sh- And shitty. Yeah. And I'm, shitting. Right. I'm and, feeling and, shitting. Yeah, sh- I, yeah. I feel like I'm shitting uh, right now in my pants. But it's been going well. I'm, I'm, 
I'm I'm excited to see where where this takes me and and how the how the next uh, few weeks will go. We'll see. Let's see what happens next. We'll see By what the way, if anyone out there is experiencing depression uh, and is looking for some entertainment, uh, HBO, you could pro- I think you could still watch it on demand. But Gary Goldman's The Great Depression. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's a very good thing to, for anyone who suffers from any sort of anxiety or depression. Uh, I hi- always highly recommend that one. Um, and, uh, Gary's coming back to town. He's touring right now with new material and I'm going to go see him on February 1st. Ooh, very nice. February, February. February. I, I have never February. listened to him. I've never listened to anything he's done ever. Well, anyone's. we might be watching the great depression. Yeah, that's right. You should. I seriously, it's it's a wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful special. Honest, you, 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 <laughs> honest to God, I thought you were going to tell everybody like a telephone number they could call if they were <laughs> if, they had, if they were having a problem with depression. That's where I thought the angle was going, but instead yeah. you told them to go watch a comedy special. So that's pretty yeah, good. Go watch a comedy special. Yeah, that's right. that's how I do. <laughs> that's how you get better. Yeah, you just laugh. Have you ever tried not being depressed? <laughs> I don't know. Um, here's my other fear. Uh, we've hit an hour and 12 minutes. So we've gone over t- by 12 minutes. That's my biggest fear is that nice we don't segue, hit that one hour. Yeah. That um, that happens when we start to get serious on this podcast. That's right. Uh, the, the next episode is called um, Fear Tears for Fears. <laughs> tears for Fears. Yeah, we're going to talk about the band and we're also going to talk about our tears and fears. We're going to talk about how everybody wants to rule the world. Everybody wants to rule the world. That's right. Oh, I like that. Or we're going to shout and let it all out. So yes, yes, you know, or um, uh, the other songs, <laughs> or their catalog that we have no idea about. I actually, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on their other songs, but my '80s mix has quite a few uh, Tears for Fear songs on there. Oh my god, that's good. yeah, it, that's a good thing. It's it's true, but nothing beats everybody. Oh, head over heels. Well, and 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 sowing the seeds of love. Ooh. Sowing the seeds, and of course, Mad World. Oh, Mad World! I remember that song. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's quite a bit. But everybody wants to rule the world. Best tears for fears song. I know I blew all our material for next week. Now now so it's we gotta think of something else. Now. Yeah, yeah. The tears Son for fears thing a... is out the window. Bitch. Um, so that that's the end of this, ladies and gentlemen. Remember uh, to go over and check out Gasselcast. Uh, Heather and I, we do a lot of fun things over there on Instagram and on YouTube. So check us out on Instagram at Gasselcast or check us out on YouTube. Just search for Gasselcast. You will find us. We have cool videos on there talking about collectibles, toys, and everything in between. We did a live tonight where we talked about our honeymoon a little bit. And we also talked about what else did we talk about tonight? Anything else that was kind of fun? Uh, about a, a toy hunt, I found a Mandalorian uh, black series, uh, black black series figure. I was really happy about. So we talked about that. So yes. go and check out Gasolcast. And you can find me online at Swoboba Fett. And uh, who knows where else you might find me? Whoa. And for anyone out there who is uh, Funko fans, you should just uh, join the Funko Fanatic Board. That's hey. all I'm saying. Hey. Just give it. Just throw that out there. Join it. It's imperative. It's imperative. You mm. never know. You never know what's going to happen. Whoa, I like that's a big brother line. Good for you. 
Yeah. You probably didn't yeah. know that, but I, you you probably didn't know that, but I do because we're Big Brother fans. Hey, that's another one, Heather. We're Big Brother fans. People know that. No, they don't. Yes, do they? they do. Oh shit! Everybody knows me. <laughs> that's I not didn't good. know that. I don't. I don't watch reality television. Oh, I, I stopped after television. the Real World season three. Good for you, Jason. Season three. So that was a, a long time ago. Yeah, but I used to. Time. Oh, here. All right. One last thing. Maybe you don't know this about me. One of my favorite programs is This Old House. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never watched that, but <laughs> that's so cute. That's one of my favorite shows. I love watching it. And um, I learned a lot from that show. Hmm. I still learn every day. Huh. You're never too old to learn. Sometimes at work I get bored. Because uh, I, I've completed whatever job I had, and I um, I clip my toenails at my desk when I know that nobody's going to come by and, and see me. That is, um, that's nasty. Yeah, but I do that. Okay. And you I leave shrapnel. And I leave shrapnel everywhere. Shrapnel. I want people to people to step on when they come into my office. Or when you put your elbow on the desk with a short sleeve shirt and you just cut yourself eh. with your, eh. your your dried out toenails. My sea, my seashell t- toenails. You're just like, hold on, it's like ah, and then you turn into a a, a nail, and then you're you're nail gassed. That's your superhero. Hey, nail gassed. <laughs> Look nail at me. Gassed. Look at me. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. We will catch you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Such heroic nonsense.